0: This is Mouth Media Network covering the business of lifestyle. No
1: more missing sisters! No
0: more stolen sisters! No more missing sisters! No more stolen sisters!
2: No more. Two years after the inauguration of Donald Trump, January 19, 2019, <laughs> marks another momentous occasion for mm, organizers, mobilizers, and those that claim that the president represents nothing but an impingement and deprioritization de- of women's rights, inclusivity, equality, and the fair Thank and equitable treatment of those around us.
3: us. On, on the heels
2: of the two-year anniversary of his inauguration, countless of protests gather what around the country to represent. What well, was known like to be called to the Women's March. But this Australia year, it's a little today. smaller. There's a different gloss to. The organizers and their involvement and their alignment with positions some critics say and yet people of all stripes all ages and all backgrounds are still showing up what's going on with this year's women's march and does it still stand for the same ethos and principles that it did two years ago today american enough we talk to protesters organizers and community activists as to why they're here what's changed and how they see this movement unfolding or evolving moving forward
1: This is American Enough with your host, Vikram Iyer. Uh,
2: What's your name? Teresa Barker. And Teresa, uh, why are you out here today, two years after the inaugural kickoff of the Women's March?
4: I've been out here every year, and I would not miss this for any opportunity to say that we've got so many injustices going on. For everything from climate to social issues that need to be addressed, and things need to change.
2: What's what's interesting about this gathering in particular is that intersection that you pointed out, so many disparate issues that can impact so many different communities, but all too often we think of them as distinct issues. What do you think that your presence here or others' presence here means for the intersectionality of those issues?
4: I think just by looking around and seeing the posters of the diversity and that we are uniting because of the fact that we all have interests that need to be addressed. I think it's that diversity that brings us together as a whole. It's so extremely powerful. One last
2: question. Uh, It it seems that the... Um, The one unique aspect of this march is the 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 number of young faces here, everybody from toddlers to junior high students to to high school students. Uh, As someone that may have witnessed different generations of what it means to stand for women's rights and inclusivity, what would your message be to the young people that aren't here today?
4: Get involved. Get involved. Be a part of the solution ignoring this is is not an option anymore because it affects the future of all of us i'm here today with my daughter and my nieces because of the fact that they understand as college students that this is important
3: i'm canadian does that matter
4: okay Uh, even better what's your name
3: madison
2: madison it seems that there's been a lot of commentary about what this march is and what it isn't to you why is it important to be out here today
3: um this march is important to me because I think it's a great way to just show equality and um, to show issues that are going on with women and just social justice in general. And it's awesome that we can all gather around and support each other.
2: There seems to be a lot of young people out here, um, not even just young like you or I, but toddlers, junior high students. But do you think that this moment also mar- marks a, a sort of changing of the guard in which more and more young people are mobilized and encouraged to spend their weekends doing something like this?
3: I think it has a lot to do with um, their, their parents and how they're raised. So it's wonderful that they've brought the younger generation, and I think that's going to definitely help our future.
2: For, for those that aren't here today, um, is there any way people can continue to be involved in the march moving forward or is what this march represents?
3: I think just um, standing up for... rights and social justice, things like um, no means no and um, just because you wear a certain piece of clothing or don't wear it doesn't mean it means yes and um, equal pay and a lot of just, um, if you live your life according to that um, there's definitely ways to continue the women's movement and just actually equality, I wouldn't even call it women's movement, I just call it equality Um, also you could donate to the women's march because that Will help us keep going because it's all grassroots and we don't take any corporate funding.
2: Where where can folks donate? Um paid is
1: not
3: American.
2: Text four WMSF to four four three two one. Madison, thank you so much.
3: Yeah, thank you so much. I can't hear you. No more
0: missing sisters.
2: What's your name?
0: Stella Tristan.
2: So Stella and Tristan. A lot of times people will say that getting involved in politics may not really matter until you're 18 and you're able to vote. You guys are out here today. I don't think you're 18 yet, but I'm just curious, what's the importance of you being out here?
0: Well, I stand with women, and I think I think that kids should be in politics all the time because we're going to make America great in the next generation. Tristan? I think kids should be involved in things like this because we It's important for us because we, we have opinions too. We think that I think that our opinions are important, as important as adults.
2: Do Do you guys think that something has changed in, in the last couple of years, or as far as you guys can remember, as to why you're deciding to to come out here and, and protest and, and carry these signs now?
0: Uh, definitely. Uh, well, i the new president. Uh. I don't, my opinion, I don't think he's the best president that we ever had, so, yeah. I think the, I think that Trump is not a good president because he's, like, racist, sexist, and completely insane because he thinks,
2: right. One last question for you both. Um, There's a lot of young people out here, people of all backgrounds and and colors and religions. And I'm just curious, for those in your class or your peers that aren't here today, what message might you have for them about the importance of getting involved?
0: Um, It's important to get involved because if we don't get involved, you think that someone else is going to do it, but they're not. And we have to do this, because it's it's important, because it's so it's
2: such a big problem, we need to fix yeah. it. Karen, I, I'm curious, you have an amazingly creative sign that sort of speaks to some of the, the racial overtones that have come from this president through his own rhetoric to immigration policies. We're gathered here today at the Women's March, two years after his inauguration. What do you think the importance is of, of a racial dialogue that's either being sparked negatively uh, or needs to be changed positively by a gathering like this today?
4: Well, I just think we get, need to get this man out of office because he is totally a Nazi. I mean, <laughs> he is totally against anybody but white and basically anybody but wealthy. Uh, he is definitely not a president for the people. He... I... It, it's, it's really hard to list any good qualities at all because there's just so many, many bad. Uh, it's just an abomination that needs to go.
2: Two years after the fact, it seems that there's been a lot of commentary in the news about the size of the march, what the march stands for. Um, But one thing that's fascinating is that you see on display a lot of disparate issues, a lot of different topics, but all under the banner of inclusivity and more equitable outcomes. Um, Why do you think it's important to have a gathering like this, even if everyone comes to stand up for their different issue or their different background?
4: Well, just the support alone. I mean, you can sit in front of your TV and scream all day, but it doesn't do any good. And you don't think anybody else is with you. But when you get to a gathering like this, you realize you're not alone. And you realize there's something worth fighting for.
2: One last question. Uh, When you see a new generation of, of organizers, protesters coming out, Countless young faces in this crowd today. Um, what is your sense of of hope and optimism when it comes to what America stands for? When you see faces like that in the crowd?
4: Oh, I think it's tremendously hopeful, and I think uh, the last election was extremely hopeful. Young people came out to vote, um, and we we made a difference. And uh, so, hopefully, in two years, maybe even before that, if he gets uh, indicted. Uh, I
2: see a lot of hope. Uh, What's your name? Kit Durgan. Kit, um, I'm curious, right now uh, at this march in in front of San Francisco City Hall, we have a speaker um, representing the interests and voice of Planned Parenthood. You're also holding a sign that speaks to the sort of grotesque rhetoric that we've heard uh, in the last several years from lawmakers about women's access to reproductive health. And yet, we gather here today on the heels of what was quite a turbulent and Arguably inappropriate appointment Of a new justice to the Supreme Court uh, Brett Kavanaugh There's been a lot of conversation as to whether uh, Roe v. Wade will be overturned If this is sort of a decline because of the courts In terms of women's access to Reproductive care and coverage um, Does the appointment of this justice uh, Sort of put a nail in the coffin On a movement that has been generations long Or do you or do you still remain hopeful?
5: No, I, I won't let it be a nail in the coffin That's part of why I'm here I mean, I think a lot of people would like it to be that, but I think it's all the more reason that we have to be here and speak up and stand up and, uh.
2: what's, what's the importance of, of being out here today in your opinion, specifically when you look across the crowd, you see different ages, different backgrounds, different colors, different creeds. Um, there's an intersectionality happening with a lot of different issues and a lot of different motivations. Why gather here? Why today?
5: It's an inspiration to be in this diverse crowd and to feel part of it and to be here the third year in a row. And uh, the crowd is obviously much smaller than it's been other years, but all the more reason. And I think we've, we've accomplished a lot. Look at the new freshman class in the House of Representatives. A lot of women, a lot of diversity, Absolutely. you know, reflecting the, who we really are. And, you know, it, it's tougher, but all the more reason.
2: One last question. You've certainly witnessed the evolution of uh, marches and activism and, and legislating when it comes to women's issues over uh, a few generations, um, but you did mention something interesting, which is that we're out here today and there's been a lot of commentary about the size of the crowd and, you know, what that means or what that doesn't mean. separate from that kind of commentary, what do you see as different about the way we organize now on these issues in this modern day as opposed to uh, maybe a couple generations ago? Well,
5: that's a good question. I don't have a fast answer for that, but uh, I think there there is a tremendous increase in the diversity. I think that we're, you know, when when I first got involved in this kind of organizing, it was a white women's movement. It's not today. And that's that's very exciting to me.
1: I was raised by a strong woman. And today, because of their support, because of amazing trailblazers, someone like me could actually be mayor of the city of It is time that we prepare the next generation. It is time we support them, we empower them, and we encourage them. This has been American Enough with Vikram Iyer. American Enough is a production of Mouth Media Network. Contact Vikram with your comments and questions at 844-4-Vikram and connect with the show on social media at American Enough. Theme music by Chris Thomas. Episodes available at AmericanEnoughPodcast.com and everywhere the best podcasts are found. To learn more about Mouth Media Network and how you can partner with this podcast, visit MouthMediaNetwork.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts, callers, and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Mouth Media Network. No portion of this show may be reproduced, published, or rebroadcast without the express written permission of the producers. Thank you for listening.